broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. This is Unnecessary Roughness. You got to score points to win. You can't win without scoring points. Touchdown Raiders! He went right through the line and gives Vegas a touchdown to extend the lead. Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Here's your boy Q. And here we go, Raider Nation. Another day, another three hours for you. Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920, coming to you live from the home studio. My man, Damon Cotton, is in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. It also is the first day, official day, of March Madness. As all the activities are getting going right now, excited about that. Right now, number eight, Arkansas is taking on number nine, Illinois, uh, in the NCAA West region. And Arkansas is up 18 to 10. We'll update you on some March Madness throughout the course of the show. And I'll tell you right now, uh, this is not the expected show that I thought that I was going to be doing. Not really too sure what is going on. Today spent the whole morning at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, Raiders HQ. Uh, was able to talk to safety Marcus Epps, cornerback Brandon Faison, wide receiver Jacoby Myers, linebacker Robert Spillane, and wide receiver Philip Dorsett. And we're expecting to talk to quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo and as of yet have not had that opportunity. He was supposed to speak at noon. So uh, kind of threw a monkey wrench in the plans of what we had going on to, here on the show. But the show rolls on, right? And we have plenty to talk about as far as the free agents that we did get an opportunity to talk to. And they got an opportunity to meet with the media. And I know a lot of Raider Nation was tuned in as it was live stream on Raiders.com. And, of course, uh, I heard a little bit of uh, Marcus Epps on JT's show. And I thought that that was some really good stuff. And uh, at some point, Jimmy G, we believe, will uh, you know, will be introduced to the media. And if we get an opportunity in between some guests that we have lined up, we'll go live to the presser. And if not, then we'll do it on another day or we'll worry about it at another time. Again, it's kind of one of those you got to keep your head on a swivel because we're not too sure exactly how it's all supposed to shake out. Again, we are supposed to talk to uh, Jimmy G at noon. And as you know, it's 2.02 and still have not spoke to one Jimmy Garoppolo. And he was in the building early in the morning. Uh, the Raiders put out a picture of him, video of him, uh, handshaking with uh, with Josh McDaniels, and it was still dark outside. And so uh, you know he was there early. So one could only uh, sit around and wait to see exactly what's going to happen with Jimmy G when the, the ink is going to be put on the actual paper and the contract will be done and he'll be the Raiders' next quarterback uh, for the silver and black. So there you go. That's where we're at right now. Again, I'm sorry that I don't have much more to bring to you. A lot of people hit me up on Twitter and said, Q, where's Jimmy G? Q, where's Jimmy G? I got the same question. And like I said, waiting on the same answer. And at some point, we'll get something. Um, and, you know, and I don't think that there's anything major going on. I'm sure that there may be just some language uh, in the contract or, or whatnot. But 99.9% of the time when uh, contracts and agreements have come to, a, you know, have, have been announced, uh, similar to the one for Jimmy G., most of the time, it's always done. Every once in a while, there's been a situation where something happens and it doesn't come through, but I don't think that that's going to be the case. But again, uh, that would be just speculating because right now, as I've said, none of us have any kind of idea of what's going on. But uh, there's a room full of media waiting <laughs> to, to meet and greet with uh, Jimmy G and have not had that opportunity just yet. But if we do get updated, and Damon, who's in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio, we'll make sure he's on uh, the Raiders' YouTube page. So uh, if, if he sees an alert or we get an alert on Twitter that, hey, he's coming up, uh, then all of a sudden, we'll, like I said, we'll go to him in, the, in between 
our guests that we have on the show. And we do have a loaded show for you today, as we do each and every day. Excited about that. Coming up at 2.30, we're supposed to have Vinny Bonsignor. Of course, he's from the RJ and also does his work on Raider Nation Radio 920, the morning tailgate, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, but we're anticipating Vinny being available at 2.30, but he's also in the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center right now. So uh, unless... Jimmy G has not met. Maybe he's going to be waiting. I don't know. We'll try to get an update from Vinny. So I'm anticipating him joining us at 2.30 to talk about all the free agents that met with us. And uh, I really enjoyed talking to all the guys. All the guys came in. They sounded like they, uh, they were ready to handle their business, and they were, they were all happy to be Raiders. And I, I know a lot of people will just say, oh, it's, it's just typical free agent speak. But for the most part, man, all these guys were pretty excited to, to be able to join a story franchise like the Raiders. And so that's, that's something that – uh, you know, that doesn't happen with every team because every team is not a story franchise, but with the Raiders and the, the long history that they had of winning and the tradition and, of course, just the, the colors and all that good stuff. I mean, there's always a storyline to why these players look up to the silver and black, but almost every single one of them to a T was, you could tell, was very happy to be a member of the Raiders and, and had some kind of story behind that. So I think that that's really cool. But Vinny will join us at 2.30 to talk about what he saw and what he heard earlier as I'll do the same thing. Coming up at 3 o'clock, my guy Justin Mello from the Draft Network, he'll talk all things NFL draft as, I mean, we know that we're more than a month away. Jalen Carter, he's not going to do any kind of jail time. We got an update on him earlier today. The fact that he has to do 80 hours of community service. Um, he's just going to pay a $1,000 fine, 12 months of probation. He pled no contest. So, I mean, we found out the details on that earlier today. So I want to ask, I want to ask uh, Justin about, you know, how his draft stock is going right now because he had a pro day just yesterday and it wasn't a very good one. So at this point, it feels like he's not for every team. I look at a team like Seattle and think, you know what? I can see them who pick at number five taking a shot at Jalen Carter, but I just don't think he's for every team. Um, I've said even the day that he left the combine, I said that I feel like uh, the Raiders probably took him off their big board, but who knows? I mean, again, it's a long time. I say a long time. It'll be here before we know it, before the NFL draft coming up at the end of April. So there's more than a month to clear everything up, get everything figured out, but just with all the optics of everything that happened and the reason why he had to leave the combine and go back to Georgia and go to jail for a quick second, bail out, and then return to the combine, I just felt that those optics weren't good for the Raiders knowing everything that's happened here in Las Vegas. So who knows, right? I mean, this is a new staff, a new front office, and if they feel comfortable with taking a guy like Jalen Carter, we know one thing, that his talent on the field is fantastic. But you just don't know about the young man off the field. And I know he's made a few bad decisions. We all made bad decisions in our, our young lives. And, hell, some of us still make bad decisions in our old lives. So, I mean, we, we, I don't want to hold that against him. Uh, but we'll see how it all shakes out. So I'll ask Justin a little bit about Jalen Carter. want to talk about the cornerback position. Really want to focus in on defense when it comes to Justin. And the thing is, is with the time that we have in between now and the draft, we have plenty of time to kind of just, you know, break down different positions, different players, guys flying under the radar. Of course, we got to talk about the quarterback position, got to talk about the, the trade that Carolina made to go all the way up to number one and leapfrog everybody so they can get whatever quarterback they want. So there's a lot of good stuff that we'll get into with Justin. I always enjoy having uh, NFL draft conversations. So that'll come up at 3 o'clock at 3.30. Jeff Howe from The Athletic, he joins us again and he is fantastic. He's a guy that does great work for The Athletic, knows Josh McDaniels really well. He put out an article last week, and we've been trying to get a hold of him, but he's been so busy with free agency and everything else that he's got going on. We've kind of been playing tag uh, through text message, but his article he put out in The Athletic, Josh McDaniels Raiders in search of franchise quarterback wherever they can find him. And so, again, we know Jimmy G. 
We know Jimmy G, or at least we believe Jimmy G, is going to be the guy moving forward in 2023. But we all realize that it's a it's a small it's a small window for Jimmy G. He's not going to be a guy that's going to be under center for the Silver and Black four years from now, in my opinion. That'll be uh, some young cat. So I thought that the article that Jeff Howe put out on the Athletic was really good. So been trying to get a hold of him and just want to hear what he has to say about Josh McDaniels and what he's looking for in a franchise quarterback moving forward. A young guy, knowing he had all those years with Tom Brady, then he had Cam Newton, then he had Mac Jones. and You know what I mean? He's, he's had multiple different guys. He had Derek Carr last year, obviously. So what is you know kind of the criteria? that Josh McDaniels is looking for in a quarterback. We'll talk with Jeff Howe coming up at 3.30 about that. At 4 o'clock, we actually moved her up. Paloma Villacana, she was supposed to join us yesterday but had to do a little bit of TV duties for Fox 5 Sports. She was going to join us at 4.30, but she's going to join us today at 4. So Paloma Villacana will join us at uh, 4 o'clock talking all things UNLV as the Lady Rebels. They are in Baton Rouge. They'll get their, their dancing shoes. They'll get them busy tomorrow as they take on Michigan. That'll be at noon. You can hear that game on our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas. So all things Rebels coming up at 4 o'clock. And then at 4.30, depending on how the rest of this day goes, at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, I think we're going to hear from linebacker Robert Spillane. And the reason I want to hear from Robert Spillane, and this is actually one of the questions that we're going to throw out there uh, coming up in the opening drive, is now that you heard from the free agents that the Raiders have signed, five out of six of them, they've made it official, has your opinion changed on any of them? And look, we haven't seen them on the field. We don't know what they're going to do. But I'll tell you, I want to single out Robert Spillane, the linebacker from Pittsburgh, a guy that I was not familiar with at all. When the news came down that the Raiders came to terms in agreement with him, did a little bit of research, reached out to my guy Chris Carter, who does the Locked On Steelers show. Uh, also talked to a couple other people that cover the Steelers and uh, had some fans of the Steelers actually hit me up and say, Q, I'm pretty pissed. I had one guy that hit me up. He was, his name is Nate. Matter of fact, he's, he's from California. His name is Nate. And he said, man, I'm pissed. I'm pissed that the Raiders got Spillane. He's a hell of a linebacker. And I thought, wow, I thought he was bad in coverage. He's like, yeah, he ain't good in coverage, but, man, the dude could play. Right, and so I thought, okay, so I, I had no idea. But sitting in the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center today and listening to him talk and asking him a question or two, um, I, he just sounds like he's about that life. He's he's ready to handle business. And look, I said it the other day when they came to terms with him. I said, yeah, you know, guys that all of a sudden have expanded roles sometimes it doesn't really work out. And look, he's got to prove that on the field. But it just seems like he is all business. He's serious. He's ready to go. He's excited to be a, a, a Raider. He he sounds. And looks like the whole his whole body demeanor and everything just looks like a, a, a straight football player, you know what I mean? And I don't even know if that gives a good description, but he just seems like he is all about ball, like that's it, right? I mean, hey, hey, Robert, you want to go on the town? Yeah, where are we going? Is there a park? Is there somewhere we can play ball? I mean, he just seems like he's ball all the time, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, he just seems like he's one of these type of guys that is going to really get after it and, and do everything he can. He talked about in his presser, he was talking about getting with Najee Harris. And, uh, you know, kind of picking the brain of a, a running back to, to learn more about what they're seeing from the running back position to help him as a linebacker. I asked him about the hit on Derrick Henry, the one that's kind of been floating around Twitter, the big highlight. I asked him about that, and he had a good, a nice little story about it. He talked about Max Crosby, knowing him from their time in college. Uh, he was he was a, a really good listen as far as I'm concerned. So and thing, unless things change with Jimmy G, plan on hearing from Robert Spillane around 430. We'll just run the, his whole presser. It was only about eight or nine minutes. Really good stuff, I thought. And really, he's one of those guys that I came out of the presser today because we didn't get to hear from Jimmy G, or at least I didn't get to hear from Jimmy G, and I thought, I like him. 
I like him. I'm going to kind of, you know, pay a little bit more attention and see exactly uh, how he develops and what kind of role he ends up playing with the Raiders, how big or how small that role could be. But uh, he's a guy that I, I came away from from that interview session a little bit, feeling a little bit different than I did going into it about him. So, I mean, again, uh, it doesn't mean that he's going to be a great player just because all of a sudden I like him. But, I mean, just, again, you like to get, or at least I do, I like to get the idea from guys and kind of just my judgment on, on what I think about a guy uh, based off, you know, what he's talking about, just his whole demeanor, his body language, and, and everything. He just he seems like a guy that's ready to lead and a guy that's ready for the opportunity that's in front of him. So uh, Robert Spillane is the, is the answer to my question when it comes to did uh, any other pressers change your mind about any of the guys? That's one of the questions that we'll throw out there during the opening drive. But getting back to the guests that we have, Vinny Bonsignor at 2.30, Justin Mello from the Draft Network at 3, Jeff Howe from the Athletic at 3.30, Paloma Villacana at 4 o'clock, and then linebacker Robert Spillane, you'll hear his uh, presser at 4.30. Now with all that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the opening drive. The opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 is brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy Dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. So I already threw out the question, you know, what would you, uh, did you hear anything from any of the free agents that the Raiders signed and made official that changed your opinion on them one way or the other, right? You could have heard from one guy and said, oh, you know what, uh, I don't really like him after all. I mean, and, and that's fine. Whatever the case may be, of course, we're not going to really know what these guys are all about until we actually see them in action. I thought Jacoby Myers, I thought he, uh, you know, presented himself and represented himself really well. I really did, uh, you know, and even when he was asked about the about the lateral pass that <laughs> that Chandler Jones took to the house, and he said, "Hey, I was prepared for this one. I knew that that, that question was coming." Uh, Kevin Bollinger from Fox Five, he actually asked that question. He had a he had a good answer for it, you know. He's like, and he he said straight up, in that moment during that play, I don't even know what happened. I just I just threw the ball and I learned from it. He said he was really down. He was down because he let his teammates down. I mean, he was upset with himself, but he said his teammates picked him up, rallied around him, and he said, I've, I've learned from that and know that in that situation, not to do something like that. So, I mean, he owned it. He owned it 100%, so I got to give him credit for that. I didn't know if anyone was going to ask him the question. I didn't really think it was that big a deal to ask him, but then it was funny because when, when Kevin asked him, you know, and he, he started to get a laugh out of it, and then he actually had a really good explanation. I was like, you know what, that's, that's a damn good question. I'm glad Kevin asked him that because he gave a, a very good explanation. So that's one of the questions that I want to throw out there to you. Did any of, hearing from any of those guys, uh, any of the free agents that the Raiders made official, did that change your opinion on them one way or the other? And then the second question, or second or part two of the question, what would you like GM Dave Ziegler to focus in on now, between right now, and the draft. And, of course, the draft starts April 27th. That's the first day. That's that Thursday, and it'll be in Kansas City. So what would you like him to focus in on? That's that's really – I mean, because you know that they sign some free agents. They're not going to go crazy. Some folks want them to go nuts and go and sign everybody and trade for everyone, and they're just not going to do that. So now that, you know, the first wave of free agency is about to come to an end, uh, what would you like Dave Ziegler to do moving forward between now and the draft, which starts again April 27th. So you can hit us up at 702-365-9200. Also, 69187, keyword r That's our don'tbebroke.com text line. And I'll actually throw out a third question. I'll throw out a third question because I didn't think we'd be here sitting around 2.15 on, uh, on Thursday. Any concern about Jimmy G? The fact that he hasn't 
met with the media yet, that they haven't made it official. And, DeMond, I'll actually start with you. You're, uh, you're in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. You're waiting for, uh, for Jimmy G to, to hit the podium as well and get the email that, you know, all this is official and that he signed his contract. You know, I was at the dentist's uh, office this morning. I was doing my, my little checkup and cleanup or whatever, and I got all these emails, all these emails about, you know, this is Dorset. They made it official with Dorset. They made it official with Epps. They made it official with Spillane. They made it, you know, all these emails coming boom, 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 boom. Never got one on Jimmy G. So I'll, I'll throw it out there, you know, just for S's and giggles. What's your concern level right now when it comes to the fact that Jimmy G is not official like a referee's whistle? And DeMond, like I said, I'll start with you. I'm just going to chalk it up to maybe a clerical error. You don't step inside the building and they give you the big, you know, Twitter video of, hey, he's, he's landed or whatever. I don't think uh, – maybe it's just – I don't know why he hasn't signed a contract – but I'm sure it's just a couple of things that they got to work on because I don't even think it would be a physical at this point. Or I'm sure it's just maybe a number issue and he just hasn't put the pen to paper yet. So I'm not really too worried about it. I mean, <laughs> if it happens. You left, though. Yeah, you say yeah. you ain't too worried I'm about it, I'm not too worried about it because, like, the future of the team, yes, for this upcoming season, if, if something catastrophic happened, if Jimmy said one of these zeros is missing, I'm leaving. You know, I'm sure they could work that out, but I don't think it's going to be something they get the physical and they say, hey, we can't sign you to this contract because it's pretty incentive-based anyway that he's going to have to play to get most of the money. So I don't think that there's going to be some injury hold up because he's not getting paid that much money anyways if he doesn't play. It's interesting. I mean, it really is, right? I mean, we just really don't know, right? And so I think that that's, a, you know, that's one of those – the things that until you know, you don't know. You know, it could easily be something as just as simple as, you know, a little language in the contract has to be worked out. It could be something that has to do with the physical. I mean, you, you, again, and I don't want to just throw out reckless, uh, you know, accusations or speculation and all that good stuff. But at this point, when it's 2.15 and you've got no answer except for they're working on some things, then <laughs> what are you to say? Right? What are you to say? And look, we've seen we've seen free agency and we've seen, you know, like I said, ninety nine percent of the time when a deal is is announced, it's it, it is what it is and it gets done, no no problems. Every once in a while is a little bit of a hang up. And so again, doesn't mean that it's not gonna happen, but I'm sure that for some there could be a little bit level of concern. I don't I think that when it comes to concern for me, I'm probably at around a two. Right, I, I think that at some point it's it's going to get done today, unless someone comes in and says, "Hey, it's not going to happen," right, or it's not happening until maybe tomorrow, or "Hey, we're going to sleep on it," or you know, what I mean, something like that. But I do believe that it'll all get said and done before the show's over. The show's over at five. I believe he'll have his presser before that. I don't know when, but I do feel like he'll have his presser before five o'clock. So that's that's you know, I guess that's the easiest way for me to say I'm not really concerned. I put in my my level of concern maybe. Attitude, but Raider Nation, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. I mean, of course, all the jokes are are, are right in themselves. Uh, we got a text from the seven hundred seven. Maybe Jimmy G got hurt when he hugged Josh McDaniels earlier. Like those, I saw so many of those. People were tweeting at us while we were sitting in the in the uh, media room waiting for him. Oh, he got injured, signing his contract. Right, look, when you got when you got an injury history, that's always going to be uh, an easy joke. There's been jokes about Las Vegas and uh, maybe some of the nightlife around town, and maybe you know maybe the nightlife is caught up to him during the day. Whatever. I mean, those are, those are funny jokes. So uh, I have no problem with that. And, and you knew that those jokes. We're going to be coming. I uh, got a text from Jim from Yonkers. He said, uh, if the Jets and Packers can't agree, we could trade Jimmy G to the Jets for a third. LOL, then get a franchise quarterback, then Carr and sign Lamar. 
get a quarterback, then Carr, and sign Lamar Jackson instead of bridge quarterback. Thanks for a great show. Carr is, is, is long. I had to read that twice because Carr is gone, brother. Carr is in New Orleans. So, uh, I, look. I don't think there's going to be any three-way trades. I've seen, I've seen people hit me up about that. Again, it's so easy to write these jokes when you know, you know Aaron Rodgers is still out there, you know Lamar Jackson's still out there, and you know it, it's, those are easy. Again, I'm not really looking for, for those kind of speculations. I'm thinking about just level of concern right now. And we did get uh, a text from the 925. Happened before with Roger Saffold. That's, that's – yeah, now that is something that has happened. That is true. Roger Saffold was an offensive lineman that agreed to a deal, and then it never went through. He, he didn't pass his physical, and he bounced, and I think he ended up signing a deal with the Rams, I believe. I'm not sure. But uh, I think he got injured not too long after that as well. I think he had a shoulder injury, and that uh, that deal ended up getting overruled. So there's that. But Raider Nation, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, 702-365-9200. Want to get your thoughts on the free agents that we did hear from? Did any of them change your mind just listening to them? And, uh, you know, if so, let us know which one. And then also, what would you like to see Dave Ziegler do between now and uh, the start of the draft, which is April 27th? So, again, 702-365-9200. Demond, who's up first? Raider Fish in Berkeley. Uh-oh, Raider Fish, it's been a minute. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Man, it's been a whole bunch of minutes. You know, we're going crazy out here in Raider Nation. We're divided once again. However, uh, let me just give you my two cents, and hopefully it adds up to four cents when I put two with it. <laughs> hey, I haven't heard any depressors yet, so I can't comment. I can't speak okay. on it. Okay. Okay, but I'm still sticking to the original Fish plan. Uh, we need to trade, get a first-rounder and a second-rounder. Be on the horn right now until the draft, baby, and see if we can get a first and second-rounder. Then next year, regardless if we make the playoffs or not, we have uh, two first-rounders, two second-rounders. Hell, maybe throw in the following year's first and second-rounders. We will have draft capital. And you know what? I know a lot of the nation is hoping against hope that this delay is resulting and maybe Garoppolo getting traded for something else. Because we know when Josh McDaniels say someone's a part of our offense moving forward or they're going to be a big part of what's going forward, it doesn't necessarily mean on the field. It could mean a trade. We don't know. And not knowing is losing half the battle, to quote G.I. Joe back in the day. Uh, show up, show out. And how to just win, baby, when you go out. There you go. Thank you for the call, Raider Fish. I appreciate you. And yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't think that there's any. I don't think there's any trade or any three. I mean, he didn't even sign his contract. Can't get traded if you ain't signed your contract, right? So that that's not that's not something that uh, that is happening. But uh, it is it is fascinating. I'm starting to see tweets from guys like Vinny, uh, guys like Hondo, Cassie. Everyone's just sitting in the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, like, what in the hell's going on? What in the hell is going on? We've been waiting here over two hours. Like I said, I bounced at 1.30. I just said, hey, I got a show to do. I got a show to do. Oh, Jim from Yonkers hit us up. Oh, he said typo. Better than car. I got you. Okay, going back to his text. Let me go back to his text real quick. He said, uh, if the Jets and Packers can't agree, we could trade Jimmy G to the Jets for a third, then get a franchise quarterback better then Carr and sign Lamar Jackson instead of a bridge quarterback. Thanks for a great show. Now that makes a lot more sense. That makes a whole lot more sense. Thanks, uh, thanks, Jim, for uh, the clarification. We do appreciate you. Let's get one more call in at 702-365-9200. Who's up next, Damon? Raider Ron. Raider Ron, what's on your mind? Hey, Q and uh, Damon, how are you guys doing today? We're blessed, man. How are you? Hey, good. Hey, uh, I really like that uh, press conference by uh, – Robert Splain, he reminds me a little of uh, of uh, um, 
the linebacker that the Raiders had years ago. I can't. Beaker? Uh, Romanowski. Oh, Romanowski. Real, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, he, he kind of reminds me a lot of Bill Romanowski. But, but uh, so, yeah, I like that. Um, I like to see maybe uh, Ziegler go for, like, an offensive lineman or a defensive tackle or something between now and the draft. Okay. And uh, I, I, I think that everything's fine. I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything or why uh, Jimmy Grapple hasn't uh, appeared yet. So just where I'm at, Dan, thanks. Uh, good, uh, good talk to you and Raider Nation, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Th- thank you for the call, man. It's, it's always good to hear from you. I definitely appreciate you. Uh, let's see. We got a – yeah, and, and I'm with you with the Spillane, and we'll hear from Spillane around 430, man. He, he made a believer out of me, and I don't know what that means, right? I don't know that that means he's going to go be some Pro Bowl linebacker, right? But he just really – he just seems like the mold of a football player. You brought up Bill Romanowski, and that's really a good one because that's just kind of who Romanowski was, right? He was just a dude that you know was all about ball. I mean, that's, he, he's, he, he talks ball. He walks ball. I mean, he is ball. And that's, to me, that's who Robert Spillane was, so, and that's what he seemed like. So I could definitely uh, I could see you on that one and hear you on that one. Definitely appreciate you. Got a, a text from... Big, uh, Big JT from Santa Cruz said, what up, Q? What up, Damon? Uh, can't wait to hear the interview with you and Jimmy G as I feel the same way you do about bringing them on. As it all goes down, it's now on, on this new staff. Can't wait for the new season. Go Raiders. Uh, let's see. Got another text for the 925. Better not be a Roger Saffold moment. So another uh, Roger Saffold text. Uh, another one talking about um, Spillane. It's the traps in the neck that he has. Uh, this one from Raiderette T. Dorsett made me believe in McDaniels more. And that's something, and thank you, Raiderette T, for that text. That's something that, you know, uh, he, he, Dorsett, you know, he, he, he talked pretty glowingly about, uh, about McDaniels, but so did Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers talked about the way that he helped him grow as a player. And I thought that that was pretty important because a lot of folks have talked about McDaniels and, oh, he's not, you know, he's not a player. He's not a player's coach. And, Jacoby said, look, I came out of college, and uh, remember, he was an undrafted free agent, but he came out of college, and he thought he knew everything. You couldn't tell him anything, and he said that Josh McDaniels helped him grow, and he said that he, he wouldn't be the player that he was today if it hadn't been for the coaching of Josh McDaniels. So I think that that gives him a little bit of uh, – that gives him a little bit more, you know, credibility. So um, that's that's some good stuff right there. So we'll keep those uh, those coming. Uh, 702-365-9200. That's the Raider Nation listener line. Also, our don'tbebroke.com text line is 69187, keyword R&R. Here's a quick update from the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center from Vinny. Still nothing, but I can't leave until it's officially canceled, so I may not be able to come on. So there's Vinny. We might not get him in a few minutes or not. He's uh, hanging tight and seeing if the – if the presser gets canceled or not, we do not know. I'm getting all kind of texts. What's going on with Jimmy G? The question and the answer to that is, I don't know. So Raider Nation, light it up. 702-365-9200. We want to hear from you. Don'tbebroke.com text line is 69187, keyword R&R. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. That was the opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy Dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. It's never a dull moment when it comes to the silver and black, is it? (laughs) It's always something. This is Unnecessary Roughness here on Radio Nation Radio 920. DeMond Cotton's in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. I'm in the home studio. Vinny Bonsignor has let me know that he cannot join us right now as he's still awaiting Jimmy G's presser and said he has to stay there until they at least announce that it's going to be canceled or 
gives us a specific time of when it's going to get uh, when it's going to happen. So uh, Vinny might be able to join us a little bit later on the show. Maybe we'll have to push him till tomorrow. Either way, we're fine. We can roll with that. I did throw the question out there, and we'd love to hear from you. Did hearing any of the free agents that the Raiders signed from uh, made official today? And I'm talking Marcus Epps, Brandon Faison, Jacoby Myers, Robert Spillane, Philip Dorsett. Did any of those guys change your mind uh, from what you heard on them? Like, are you a little bit more excited about them now that you heard what they had to say? Also, what would you like GM Dave Ziegler to focus in on between now and the draft? And then I did throw out there just for fun. What's your level of concern when it comes to Jimmy G as he was supposed to meet with the media at noon and it's now 2.30 and he has not yet? Got a couple texts that we want to get to real quick, and then I think we'll listen to Robert Spillane. I actually talked about doing it at 4.30, but he's the guy that I'm fired up about. So I'm actually going to uh, – we're going to run that in just a few minutes and uh, hear what he has to say. Uh, but we do have plenty of good feedback here. And, of course, like I said, want to hear from you as well, 702-365-9200. Uh, uh, reading this text from the 805 Raider, weird situation with Jimmy today. Was he taking a physical today? That's why Saffold deal fell through. We need to sign a tight end. It covers linebacker Robert Tunyon. Drew Tranquil might come cheap. That's 805 Raider. And, yeah, I mean, he was the first time he's been in the building, so he's doing everything today, right, getting everything done. Uh, and I, I believe, I'm sure he, he's physically fine. Uh, he was cleared to play last year at the end of the year, so I'm sure he'll be fine with that as far as the physical goals go. But I'm thinking that it's probably something uh, contract-related. But, there's that uh, Vegas piece that let's hope the haters go away now because the Raiders have been more active than any other good team. Hoyer is available. Now go sign him. Uh, again, that's from Vegas Pete. Just when Wendy said, hey, Q, we should start a you fund me for food for all of our review journalists down there. But I'm down with all these free agents. Robert Spillane has got some dog energy. Awesome. That's just when Wendy and Gizmo said Ziggler needs to sign Jadavion Clowney between now and the draft. And he has become available as well but like i said uh would love to hear from you as well as 702-365-9200 oh uh, and now we found out that the press conference for jimmy g has been postponed until friday per a team spokesman so maybe we can uh hustle up and get Vinny on the on the phone and see what he's uh what he's talking about and and kind of give us the lay of the land so why don't you go ahead demand and try to call Vin, uh, try to call Vinny real quick we'll just go on a fly and try to catch him look we're doing this all <laughs> this is not normal show we are doing this all with our head on a swivel. We're just kind of like helter-skelter. This is kind of more chaotic than, than the Super Bowl. I'm going to tell uh, Vinny that you're going to call him real quick and uh, see, what, see what he's got to say. Hopefully he's able to answer the phone. If not, then we'll move on. But interesting. Interesting that it has been postponed now until Friday, which I guess is a good thing, right? It's a good thing. It hasn't been completely called off. It just has been postponed for a day. So that's going to give them opportunity to work out whatever they need to work out. But uh, that – tweet had came down from Tashawn Reed uh, saying that they uh, they have postponed until tomorrow. So uh, there's that. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Vinny just tweeted out as well, Jimmy Garoppolo press conference has been tentatively rescheduled for tomorrow. Essentially indicated things were getting squared away. All right, there you go. Update on Jimmy G from Vinny. Wow. <laughs> All right, so Interesting. Raider Nation, what are your thoughts? Let us know. <laughs> 702-365-9200. It's so funny that we're trying to do like four or five things at one time, so everything's not going the way that we want it to. Uh, we've got a lot of just kind of loose ends right now. Uh, Demond, do you want to kind of you want to reset real quick so we can try to figure this out? You want to take a, a quick break and then and then get to Vinny 
and then we'll get an update. Okay, let's do that real quick because right now we're all over the place, and it's terrible. Bad radio, so let's not do that. 2.35 is the time. We'll take a quick break right here. We'll get our, uh, we'll get our minds right. We'll figure out what we're doing. Uh, we'll get our direction. Maybe we'll come back with Vinny. Maybe we'll come back with your calls. Maybe we'll come back with Robert Spillane, but we'll come back. We will do it next here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. And it's time to go inside the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. Sponsored by Dos Caras Tequila and presented by the Realty One Group. And Vinny Bonsignor joins us now on the phone line, standing right outside the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, Raiders HQ Media Center right now. And uh, Vinny, we do appreciate you. And I've been there all morning like you've been there all morning. And well, one Jimmy G we're not going to talk to, you're not going to talk to as, as far as today goes. Uh, what have you learned, man? What is the latest and the greatest when it comes to the Jimmy G situation? Yeah, uh, nothing, um, nothing, you know, uh, and, and it's kind of eerily quiet right now uh, as it relates to that. Uh, but, you know, to, to walk everybody through um, in situations like this, uh, when, when players change teams and free agency, it's normal on the day. Uh, that they that they you know introduce them to the media the first first thing is first and that's uh, if they're doing it all on the same day which is, which it appears that they were doing it today the player comes in takes his physical signs his contract everything becomes official and then they you know bring him out to the media room uh, to officially talk to the media well um, it's hard not to read something into whether it was the physical and you know I'm not this is all speculation obviously right. Uh, you know, whether it was physical-related, contract-related, maybe there was some language in the contract that, um, you know, uh, that, that caused something to, you know, where, where it was like, hey, you know, we got to work this out, whatever the case might be. Um, Will Kiss, the, the writer's spokesman, came into the media room just a few minutes ago and said they were touching things up. It uh, wasn't real uh, clear on, on whether it was contract or, or physical-related, so we're kind of in a holding pattern, and they, they're they're tentatively reschedule it till tomorrow uh no time uh, official time given but uh we're in a hold pattern right now with Timmy J. yeah really interesting man i mean again he was supposed to talk at 12 and it's 240 right now and obviously it's been postponed uh, at least it sounds like it's postponed till tomorrow so uh if raider nation is getting a little bit concerned they don't want it to be one of those Ra- roger saffold situations where it never ends up happening how concerned do you think that they should be right now yeah um i mean i don't want to uh you know, uh, raise raise the concerns. You know, simply by speculation. But I did get a, a text from an uh, NFL team general manager who said, "Is this a Roger Saffold situation?" You know, question mark, question mark. Because you know, obviously, everybody follows things on Twitter and yep. uh, is is trying to figure things out uh, as well. Because this was obviously a very conspicuous delay. So um, you don't want it to be that, obviously. But you know, um, something's going on. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. there. There's something going on. Uh, and I guess we're going to all kind of find out here pretty soon um, what that might be. And if it is a Roger, if we look at, we're talking about Jimmy G. We're talking about a player who uh, you know couldn't play the last you know what month, month and a half of the season with a, uh, a pretty significant foot injury. Uh, he couldn't play in the playoffs. There was always talk about he might be able to get activated. He might be able to get activated during the playoffs. That never happened. We'll never know if he was going to be able to play in the Super Bowl because the 49ers didn't get to the Super Bowl. Uh, but, you know, we were dealing with or are dealing with an uh, often injured Jimmy Garoppolo who finished last season injured. So, again, not to speculate because that's what we're not, not what we're trying to do, but you have to consider all 
the various scenarios right now in a situation like this. No doubt. And I put my concern level at like a two right now because I, I do think that everything will be fine, but you just never know, right? In these situations, like you mentioned, it's so fluid that we don't really know. So uh, Vinny Bonsignor is our guest. He's right outside the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, literally standing outside the media room that he was supposed to be talking to Jimmy G in. And uh, DeMond in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio, he's got one for you. Go ahead, DeMond. Yeah, I want to pivot away from Jimmy G because I want to go down the regular speculation corner, but I don't want to take you there, Vinny. No. What were your thoughts about everyone else that was able to speak to the media today? Yeah, um, you know, uh, and I know Q was there as well. You're hearing from some of the former players that played for Josh McDaniels and, and you know, wanting to play for him. And, you know, that's, 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 it's interesting to me hearing players who say, look, I, want, I like the guy. You know, it may not have always been, uh, you know, rosy because he's an attention to detail and he's a very demanding coach, but they came to respect him and, and uh, appreciate him. And, and with, you know, what, what a chance came up to, to join him here in Las Vegas, they took it. So that kind of, you know, we see on Twitter with fans talking about a disconnect between the players and, 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 uh, and Josh McDaniels. And Q, I think that, that, that you, would, you would agree with me. I don't think anything could be further from the truth, at least the guys that we talked to. And I've talked to players on the record, off the record, in all various forms and all of that. Yeah, is he demanding? No doubt about it. Uh, but I think players truly do appreciate playing for him. So when you hear Philip Dorsett, you hear Jacoby Myers talk about, hey, I want them to come back here and play for Josh McDaniels, to me that says something. It does. And, you know, the thing about it is, and I pointed out Jacoby Myers earlier in the show, he said he's a better player now because of uh, Josh McDaniels. I think that's a hell of an endorsement, Vinny. No, no doubt about it. And, you know, when you're a young player and you have a demanding coach who's telling you uh, to be on every single thing, including – hey, when I tell you that, you know, uh, I want you to uh, uh, make that cut one yard off the uh, whatever, you know, the hash mark, it needs to be one yard, not one and a half yeah. yards, not two yards, not a half a yard. It needs to be exactly that. And sometimes when you're a young player, you're like, holy cow, you know, are we serious right now? But the more, the longer you play and the more you understand, this guy's going to be a better football player uh, and a more aware football player you come to appreciate it. And so it's no no different than what's going on in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan. You don't think that he's a demanding coach, Sean McVay? Right. I've seen that firsthand, how demanding coaches can be, and the attention to detail, because we're talking about the top 1% of people in this world who do what they do. You have to figure out a way to beat that other guy who's probably just as good as you. Uh, and it comes down to details. So, yes, the appreciation for that uh, and them and him making them better players Guys remember that, and they know what's up. And for them to want to come here and play for Josh McDaniels, again, to me, I'm, I'd rather listen to hear those types of players, those types of people who have actually been there and worked with them, you know, than, than somebody on Twitter who's, who's making wild that assumptions. <laughs> right. Vinny, with Brandon facing, for him to leave last year and now to be back this year, was it more of he couldn't pass up the opportunity with the Colts, or did the front office regime maybe not think he was a good enough fit, but then see that how he played with the Colts and decided to bring him back? Yeah, you know, sometimes things uh, happen, fall through the crack, you know, and, uh, and there were a lot of players that the Raiders, you know, uh, had to resign coming off the 2021 season, and a lot of players that did end up leaving. So it could have been one of those situations where, Maybe that was one you kind of regretted. And, and, and Q, you know, we didn't really, you know, you've got to remember that 2021 was still a season where we weren't in the locker room, right? Right, yep. Um, and I don't even remember maybe one time where Brandon Faison actually spoke to us, um, you know, in the, uh, in the media room. So, um, you know, and, and I can't sit here and say that I was paying attention a lot to, to Brandon Faison in 2021. 
But right. seeing him uh, today, I, I don't know about if you got this, uh, you know, uh, this perspective about he's bigger than I thought, and I, or that mm-hmm. I remember. He's a he's a six foot one, lanky, uh, kind of a big size cornerback. So I'm not saying he's going to start, but I think that you know he's probably at a point in, in his career where he could truly contribute. Uh, in some form or fashion for the same. Yeah, and you know, the one thing that he said was that this is the first time he's going to be able to be in training camp with the team, right? Because remember, he joined the team midseason, if not beyond the midseason, in 2021. So he's saying the right things, and a lot of these players, Vinny, I asked the question, did anybody change their opinion on these players coming out of those press conferences? Because I was locked in on them, and, and you were there as well, but Spillane was the guy that stood out to me, man. I really came away liking him. I was like, man, that dude I don't know how good of a player he's going to be because obviously until we see, but he just seems like a guy that lives and breathes and dies with football. Like he seems like just a football junkie as far as I'm concerned. What was your t- takeaway from Spillane? Yeah, I completely agree. And uh, listen, I'm not the biggest one loss, I, you know, uh, metric kind of a kind of a guy. But if you go look back at his time with the Pittsburgh Steelers, when 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 he started, they were 13 and three in the 16 games that he started. He was there were 16 and three, including seven and two. Um, the, the uh, you know over the last couple of years, and they were they were below 500. I'm not, obviously not saying he was the complete difference maker, but but in those 16 starts, only twice did the Pittsburgh Steelers give up 24 points or more. Uh, it was usually less than that, you know, all the other times. So he brings something to the table. I'm I'm, I'm with you. Um, you know, just because he might not be this household name, don't mistake that for a guy that you think might not play. And here's another thing I'll say. I, you know, obviously everyone goes to PFF and looks at all the grades and whatnot. Um, and he has been a, uh, you know, the pass coverage hasn't been his forte. Right. But he's really good at stopping the run, which is what the number one thing you're going to ask him to do. And no player is going to be perfect at this time of year. There's usually a reason why guys are free agents. And, and, and very rarely do you find somebody that could play three downs uh, every game as your as as one of your starting linebackers. So I get it. We always look at the flaws, but there's some strengths there as well. Uh, and I just I got the same exact impression that you did. This dude was all football. You can tell he's one of those old school throwback type linebackers. That I think could fit well, really well with the Raiders. With the signing of Robert Spillane, do you think that makes it official that Denzel Perryman is more than likely not going to be back with the team? Yeah, I would think that that. Uh, um, you know, that, that, that that's probably headed in that direction for sure. Yeah, he's in Houston, right, meeting with the Texans, and I think they're pretty excited about him there. And, look, I mean, yep. Spillane is a guy that's not very good in coverage, and Perryman was a guy that's not very good in coverage. So, I mean, uh, if you can get a guy to stop the run, that's first and foremost, and then you build that around there. Well, Vinny, I don't know <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's so funny. Uh, again, we were just one to, uh, you know, kind of scattershoot about all the players, but, I mean, was there any other player that really stood out to you that you, you had a big takeaway from that you thought, man, that was that was a hell of an addition or, or, or whatever, maybe change your mind after listening to him? Yeah, I mean, I always go into these things with an open mind. You have to. Uh, mm-hmm. And, of course, the proof is going to be in the pudding when they get on the football field, but you know, uh, I liked what I saw, liked what I heard. Uh, Jacoby Myers really came off as a as somebody that I think can, um, you know, fit right in uh, in the locker room for sure. Uh, and then also, I think they're going to figure it out on the field and, and you know, uh, and be able to get the production out of it. It might look a little bit different. Obviously, Darren Waller was Darren Waller. Um, but I think they're looking at maybe doing it a little bit of a different way but not, um, you know, but not taking a step back in terms of the production. It might look a little different because it's not going to be uh, the big tight end out there making plays, but you can figure out a different way to get it done. Look what the Kansas City Chiefs are. I'm not comparing the Raiders to the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Remember, everyone assumed Tyreek Hill, oh my gosh, 
yeah, it looked a little bit different, but but they were still able to figure out a way to move the ball and score some points. Yeah, I, I was I was one of those. I thought that Kansas City was going to take a step back. They didn't have their big-time playmaker, but they figured it out, and they were just as good, if not better, than they were with Tyreek Hill. So it's, it's going to be interesting, Vinny. So I guess the latest and the greatest when it comes to Jimmy G is just kind of hold on. Hold on, and we'll see where it goes next. I mean, that's really all I guess we could say and, and assume that it's going to happen uh, potentially tomorrow. Yep, absolutely. Well, uh, it's going to be an interesting 24 hours, that's for sure. All right. Well, Vinny, appreciate you. You got anything that you're working on that we should be on the lookout for in the RJ? Trying to figure out what's going on with Jimmy G. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> there he goes. Vinny Boston York. Thanks so much, Vinny. I appreciate you, brother. There he goes. Vinny Boston York. Good stuff from him. And there you go. Uh, it's not happening today. I thought earlier, remember at the top of the show, DeMond, I said, well, I'm sure it'll happen before the show's over. Well, it will not. So there you go. In the first hour, I've been wrong multiple times, but uh, I guess there's room for a little bit of concern. Uh, because that's just what you're going to do, and, you know, Vinny's getting hit up. And I'll tell you right now, in the in the 10 or 12 minutes that we were just talking to Vinny, I've had so many people from outside of Las Vegas hit me up and ask me what the hell is going on. It's so funny. Jason Fitz and Harry Douglas, who do a show on ESPN National together, <laughs> it's it's called Fitz and Harry, they literally text me at the same time, and Jason's like, Q, what the hell's going on with Jimmy G? And Harry says, Q, what the hell's going on with Jimmy G? Like, everyone is hitting me up asking what is going on, and your guess is as good as mine. Really don't have any uh, idea. Uh, it's it's bizarre. Uh, it sounds like I saw Jeff Howe, who's going to join us, coming up at 3.30. I saw him uh, tweet out something about the situation with uh, with Jimmy G, and he's, it made it sound like it wasn't a really big deal. So, again, I'm going to continue to just ride on that. He said, regarding Jimmy G's postponed news conference, source with knowledge of the situation just said all good. So it doesn't sound like there are any issues finalizing the deal, just a postponement. That's Jeff Howe. He'll join us coming up at 3.30. So we'll ask him about that off top and then also get into quarterbacks, long-term quarterbacks when it comes to the silver and black, what Josh McDaniels is looking for. Damon, you're back in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. You've been holding it down. Do I need to take another break? Should I get to a couple calls? What do you want me to do before we get to the top of the hour? All right, we'll get – oh, which tickets do we have? Tell me which tickets do we have. Do we have all three today? Okay, so we got Kevin. You can say it on the air. You all saying it all low like you're trying to whisper in my ear. Kevin Hart tickets we have, VGK tickets we have, and Vegas Vipers. We're going to give them out all show long. We'll give out a pair of tickets each hour. Uh, Gizmo said on our don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword r when we talk about what – what we need, we need 53 Max Crosby's on the roster. On the roster, I think we need now 52 Max Crosby because we also have one Robert Spillane. Uh, this guy has a relentless effort, vibe, and that's a Raider player through and through. And I'm telling you, like I said, it's it's tough to it's tough to just assume what the guy is going to be like from his opening press conference. But man, I mean, if there's one guy that stood out to me, it was definitely uh, Robert Spillane. So I'm I'm with you there, uh, Geese mode. We'll have to see exactly, like I said, what happens when they get to training camp and all that. He's got an opportunity to to play a role that he hasn't uh, had an opportunity to play. He's been a backup for a very long time, so now he's got an opportunity to be the guy. So I just want to see how it all shakes out. Sir Whiskey Ray said, Q and D. It's too bad we didn't get Jimmy G today. However, tomorrow's press conference should be interesting, Q. I'm down with our acquisitions as Ziggler is making strides to build up this roster. I really wish we were on board with the offensive line. Uh, the offensive lineman Brown from KC looks like he signed with the Bengals. He did. That said, I'm all in with the kid from Northwestern with our number seven overall pick. He'd start immediately on our offensive line and a player we could build around for years to come. I'm about to buy my Jimmy G jersey now before my buzz goes away. That's Sir Whiskey Ray. There you go. Thank you for that. Do appreciate you. And, 
Yeah, Orlando Brown, it was funny, man. We were talking to Aaron Wilson yesterday from Houston, uh, NFL insider, and I asked him, are you surprised that Orlando Brown is uh, still out there and available? And he said, well, he wants to get paid like a left tackle, and a lot of the league uh, looks at him as a right tackle. Well, not too long after that, Cincinnati goes and signs him to a deal to be their left tackle. So there's that. So he ended up eventually getting what he wanted. I still think he's a much better player at the right side, just like Baltimore had him when they drafted him. But – uh, hey, look, you can't tell a player where they want to be, especially if there's a team out there willing to give them the money to be the position that they are. Uh, let's see. Got a text from the 925. Even if it's no big deal, the optics don't look good at all, talking about Jimmy G and the postponement. And, look, I could agree with that, right? Uh, again, Harry Douglas hit me up, and uh, Harry Douglas, longtime NFL wide receiver, and he said, man, it's always something when it comes to this team, right? And that's just a guy on the outside. So you're right. Those optics, they don't look as good because you're always left kind of wondering – what in the hell is going on? I saw a text from someone saying that Jimmy G was supposed to be on NFL Network at 6 p.m. Eastern, which obviously would be 3 p.m. Pacific time, which is coming up in a couple minutes. I would be shocked. <laughs> and I mean shocked to see him make that appearance on NFL Network. I'll actually turn it on in the commercial break and see if he does. But uh, as we go to commercial, and I want to hear from you at 702-365-9200. I also want to hear from caller number nine. We got, matter of fact, this is what I'm going to do. Caller number nine because it's, I don't know, it's Thursday and I feel good about myself. I'm going to give you your choice. I have Vegas Vipers tickets. I have VGK tickets. And I have Kevin Hart tickets at Real at uh, Resorts World coming up this weekend. All three, Kevin Hart, VGK, and Vegas Vipers, whichever ones you prefer. You tell me what tickets you want or you tell DeMar what tickets you want. Call number nine is going to get hooked up right now, 702-365-9200. This is Radio Nation Radio 920.